Amen and amen. Praise God, praise God. Good morning, my beloved family in Christ. Of course, it's your brother, Pastor Chidi Jacob. I'm here this morning as God has given us the grace that we may fellowship with the world. We may fellowship with Christ. What a tremendous opportunity to be able to break the bread of life on daily basis. Amen and amen. And so this morning, we want to continue from where we stopped yesterday, talking about, of course, experiencing and manifesting the God life. Don't forget, we have to experience and we have to manifest the God life. And I know beyond every reasonable doubt by the Spirit that this is the will of the Father for us. Like I mentioned yesterday, it is okay to sing for hours nonstop, but it is also another thing to bring to forth, to experience, to manifest the reality of whom that we sing about and the things that he has done. In fact, the better way to worship God is to live the life that he has done for us. The better way we can glorify God is to experience and manifest and enjoy the great things he has done for us. Praise God. Don't forget, beloved, I have to remind us of this. We are in a finished work. God has finished his work. He has perfected what concerns us. What is left is for you and I to come into experience, to come into the manifestation of his joy, of his love, of his peace, of the anointing, of his grace, of his favor, of the riches and the inheritance that we have in Christ. Praise God. Don't forget, we have in Christ. He has put us in him. He has wrapped us in him. He has made us one with himself so that we can think and we can act like him. Praise God. So it is like a father who has worked so hard, tremendously hard to provide for his children. He has saved money in the bank and he has built houses and he has created estates. He has created a future for his children. The best the children can do is not to sing about what their father has done. That is okay. But the best of what they can do is to enjoy the purpose for which the father has saved all this. Is to do that which is in the heart of their father. So when we are talking about experiencing and manifesting the God life, we're talking about something that is in the heart of our father that is why he has done all this for us praise be his holy name amen and amen let me give you the reminder of the scripture we read yesterday second corinthians chapter 5 beginning from verse 4 it says so while living in this tent in this body we groan under his burden, not because we want to die but because we want these new bodies in other words we want to escape the limitations of this natural realm and begin to live in the reality of the supernatural realm. Praise God. Beloved, let me just say this. Our challenge is because we spend too much time in the realm of the natural. Of course, we live here. We live here. We have bodies that move around. But because of that, we are spending too much time in the realm of the natural. Our cravings are cravings in the natural. Our desires are desires of the natural. Our wants are wants of the natural. In fact, the things that we pray for, we fast for, we long for are things of the natural. Our plans are plans in the natural. And that is also why we are also limited by the forces of the natural. Now, but even though we live in this world, 
you and I, God is moving you and I to begin to concentrate more, to begin to focus more in the realm of the heavens, in the realm of the supernatural, in the realm of the spiritual, so that our experience can go beyond what is available in the natural into the realm of God. Amen. Into the realm of heaven. That is what this whole transition is. So consider this. So if you're listening to these messages, consider this a transition. Yes, we live here. Yes, we live in this body, but we are groaning to be more than this body. We are craving to experience more that is available in the natural realm. We are craving to walk in the likeness of God, being men, but walking like God, being men who go to toilet, being men who take a shower, but our life is ruled from the inside out, from the realm of God, from the realm of the spirit, from the realm of Christ, from the realm of immortality. That is where our life is lived from. Friends, I don't have to speak about miracles. I don't have to speak about signs and wonders. I don't have to convince you that those things can happen. But if you turn your mind into the realm of the supernatural, then your eyes also will start to see what is possible. Praise God. So please, as God has given us this grace, as God has opened this channel for you and I, we must concentrate so that our mind is constantly rewired. Our mind is constantly transferred from the realm of the limitations of the natural into the supernatural. So when we start talking about experiencing and manifesting the God life, God is retooling our mind, pulling us out of the limitations of the five senses to begin to see into him, to begin to see into the realm of heavens, to begin to really understand what he has done. So we are going from fasting, praying, crying to God to clothe our bodies in better clothes, and now we are looking into our body transition into the realm of immortality. Praise God. The Bible says here, we crave for all that is mortal to be swallowed up by eternal life. Friend, this is the concentration of the mind of a believer, of a matured believer, of one who is growing. He said we are craving. We are not trying to massage the mortal realm. We are not trying to play by the rules of men. God forbid. Friend, this is where, in fact, to be honest with you, this is where our depression comes from. This is where our frustration comes from. Because why? Even though we are tongue-talking, even though we sing all the songs 72 hours, when we finish singing it, we are still living our life by the dictates of natural men. We are still living our life by the dictates of the natural world. We are still concerned about the trending fashion on social media. We are still concerned about what everybody is saying. We are paying less attention to what God has said about us. Praise God. So our mind now is being transformed to begin to look beyond what the physical eyes can see. Praise God. The Bible says we crave for a change. We are craving for a supernatural change. So I was saying yesterday by the Spirit of God that it's important I look at my desires. What is it that I want to see done? What is it that I want? Friend, until we escape this reality, we are still going to be chained by it. Don't forget, even though we are saved, yes, we are saved. God has blessed us. God has anointed us. Yes, we are his chosen generation. But if our mind still centers to play in the model politics of the natural world, that's what our experience will be. Because what has been our challenge is this. We play by the rules of the natural game. Then when we have a problem, we are not trying to tune into the supernatural to get that problem solved. We make our choices. 
we are drawn, we are pushed around by the natural life. Then when we run into a problem, we start looking for a miracle. That means we start, we now start to look into the supernatural. We now start to go into God to find an answer. However, we are designed to live in God as God lives in us. Praise God. We are designed to live in him. We are designed to follow his spirit. We are designed to live in the realm of the supernatural. Why? Because we are born of the spirit. Praise God. And Jesus himself says, whatever is born of the spirit is spirit. So we have an eternal life. Beloved, don't forget, Jesus looked at men who have natural life and he says to them, I came to give you life. So this life is the life of God that we have. This life is the life that we need to experience more of. This life is the life we need to manifest more of. That God works in us, that he may walk through us. Praise God. The scripture is saying, we crave for all that is mortal, all that is natural, to be swallowed up by eternal life. Don't forget, religion confused us. They told us that eternal life is something that will happen when we die and go to heaven. No, we have that life now. So our craving is to live in the reality of that life that we have. The focus of my mind, the focus of your prayers, the focus of your life should be to taste to live in the practical reality in the everyday living reality of that life that we have already received don't forget whoever believes have life if we believe we have life the day we believe in christ that life came to us that life is in us so we want to live and taste the reality of that life otherwise the life will be there but your daily experience is not different from those who don't have the life why because we are playing by their rules because what drives them is what drives us because their desires is our desires the man who lives by the flesh is controlled by labels the label they wear that is the kind of thing that worries them that is the kind of thing that depresses them the man who lives in the flesh what they see on social media depresses them the man who lives in the flesh what he eats today and what what he eats tomorrow depresses them but you see our life is far beyond that. That if we start to zero in in the realm of God, you find out that as the scripture guarantees, these things will follow us. Don't forget about that. When Jesus says, take no thought of what to eat, what to wear, he never said you should be naked. He never said you shouldn't eat. But what he was doing here was to separate the spiritual man from the natural man. Because he says, those who don't have God make these things their preoccupation. In other words, that is the only thing they live for. They cannot see beyond this. They cannot see beyond their natural existence. But you and I cannot be like that. Why? Because we have received this eternal life praise God. So you and I are now craving, we're looking forward to bringing to actual manifestation the reality of the one that is in us, the God that has taken seat in us. So that when I look at the word, I look at the word from the eyes of God. When I think about the word, I think about it the way God thinks about it. When I think about my brother, I think about my brother the way God thinks about him. When I see a sinner, I don't look at a sinner from the natural senses. 
I look at them from the eyes of the supernatural. When I see darkness, I see darkness from the eyes of God. Praise God. Beloved, this is the dream that we are in. We are not trying to force God to do anything for he has done all things for us. No, we are trying to retool our mind to have new cravings, to have new cravings, to have new desires that my mind is focused on bringing to manifestation, on bringing to experience the supernatural power of God, the supernatural life of God, the love of God. Oh, beloved, you know that when the love of God rules, even in our own homes, there's a lot of stuff that will fly away. People talk about demonic oppression. People talk about what Satan is doing in their house. Friend, if the supernatural love of God rules in our homes, you know that many things will not find their way in. No, no, no. There are many battles that you and I cannot fight. We will not even fight. Why? Because our homes are ruled by the supernatural power of God, not what the finance minister said, not what they say is happening in this country. No, but the light of God is present in our homes. The wisdom of God is present in our homes. The supernatural will of God. Oh, beloved, what do you think will happen? when our homes are focused on the same goal that we have the same goal we want to bring to forth we want to bring to bear all that god has done to us we want to submit ourselves that in the same way electric wire conducts electricity that our body conducts the power of god amen our mind displays the wisdom of god amen when we open our mouth to cancel a brother to speak over our life it is the power of heaven speaking beloved i know i'm speaking to everybody i'm talking to a lot of people this morning but i know there are those who will get it now there are those who will get it later but but I pray that all of us, beloved, all of us, for this is the will of our Father. Think about it, friends. That is why he has forgiven our sins. That is why he has settled the matter of sin once and for all. That is why a holy God came down to be crucified by unholy men. That is why Jesus went to the grave. That is why he defeated Satan. That is why he rose from the dead. Why is that, friend? To give us this life of God. If you and I have received this life, then we ought to live in the reality of it. Praise God. Amen and amen. Verse 5 says, and this is no empty hope. Friend, what I'm talking about here is not an empty hope. For God himself is the one who has prepared us for this wonderful destiny. It's a destiny. This is our destination, friend. If all you and I think about is to eat and drink like every other person, then we are of all men most miserable, the Bible said. If all we think about is this natural man, then we are all men. We should be all pitied. Then what is all this for? We should just be like every other person, eat, live, and die, and that's it. But no, God has separated you and I. God has chosen us apart to show forth his glory. Amen and amen. And the concluding line here says, and to confirm this destiny, to confirm this promise, God has given us his Holy Spirit like an engagement ring as a guarantee. Praise God. In fact, the scripture I wanted to read today is 2 Peter chapter 2, verses 7 to 9 that's the scripture we read last sunday second peter chapter 2 verses 7 to 9 this scripture shows us how god thinks about us the way god sees us the picture that god has of us and beloved remember we said last sunday that the first step here for us is to begin to change the picture that we have in our mind remember when i'm saying focusing in the realm of the supernatural that means we're changing the picture that we have in our mind 
mind, first of all, of us, beloved. Don't forget, I've said this many times and you know is the truth. The picture of you that you have matters a lot, beloved. Don't forget, the picture of you that you have matters a lot. Even your aspirations and inspirations, they are calculated based on that picture. That is why the enemy fights so hard to give us a wrong picture. The picture we have is the one that was decided by our environment, by our culture, by religion, by tradition, by some form of experiences that we have had. So it is very crucial. It is very important now that we are in Christ that we start to change the picture of us that we have. That your own eyes will see the possibilities. That your own eyes will see what you are capable of. That your own eyes will start to see that where you are in your life, you are just only beginning. And all this is because of what God has done. When your eyes sees that picture, when my eyes sees the the picture of me that God has, when your eyes start to see the picture of you that God has, then there are new possibilities and new realities. Praise God. Again, I pointed that you should study the scripture and please let's continue to study the same scripture, especially from verse number 9. 2 Peter chapter 2 verse number 9, it says, but you are God's chosen treasure. Of course, I'm reading the TPT. The reason I gave the scripture from verse 7, it talks about the opposite of those who are not like us. They are unbelievers, people who don't believe in the reality of the promise of God. Beloved, I can also tell you this, there are many Many church people, there are many church people who are in church, but they are believing unbelievers. They call the name Jesus, but they don't accept the reality of Christ. So they too are unbelievers. And in fact, to tell you the truth, they are the ones that stumble when we start to preach Christ today. They are the ones that are offended when we say that we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So the scripture is actually talking about them. These are not complete unbelievers, people who never believed in God. No, these are are people who even though they are believers even though they're in church their eye is still blind they are the ones if i say to you that you are the presence of god it offends them they stumble at that so i gave you the scripture from verse 7 because it began to talk about them compared them to us from verse 9 is what applies to us he said but you are god's chosen treasure amen and amen the other translation says you are a chosen generation. Don't forget about that. We are God's chosen treasure. Who are we? Priests who are kings. The king priests. Priests who are kings. We are a spiritual nation. Please read that again. This is what I'm talking about. You and I are a spiritual nation. So may God lead us as we listen to these messages. May our eyes, our heart be open to start to see ourselves the way God sees us. He says we are a spiritual nation, not a physical nation. We are a spiritual nation. Praise God. And we are looking forward to actually growing that nation where you and I can be connected to people globally on the gospel of Christ. Praise God. For we are a spiritual nation. This spiritual nation supersedes tribe, language, color, race, tradition, culture, or class, or what they call class. For we are a spiritual nation, beloved. He says, set apart as God's devoted ones. Watch this. He called you and I out of darkness to experience his marvelous light. Beloved, 
He called you and I. He has called you and I. So if you are about to make a decision today or this December or at the end of this year, ask yourself, are you making a decision in darkness? Are you deciding based on what the word has told you? Or will you look into the realm of the supernatural and see that there is much more, that there's a greater light? Praise God. Have we subjugated our life? Have we reduced our life to what human beings say to us, to what the culture around us says? Or please, shall we open our eyes up, make God open up our eyes to see that you are much more than you think. Praise God. He says he has called us out of the darkness of this world, out of the limitations of this world. Why? Watch the language. To experience his marvelous light. And now he claims you as his very own. The Bible says he did this so that you will broadcast his glorious wonders throughout the world. Praise God. I'm going to stop here. This is getting so interested. I'm almost getting slain myself in the spirit as I say this. Watch this, beloved. Watch this. He said he did this that you and I will broadcast. What is my goal? I want to broadcast Jesus. I want to tell the world what he has done. I want to look at a sinner and say be saved. I want to manifest the fullness of his glory that you and I will broadcast the glory of God. His glory just wonders throughout the world. That is his will, beloved. That is what he has planned. That is what he has executed. And you and I are now in that reality. I welcome you. I welcome you into that reality. There are some of you who have been listening to me. God has dropped some things in your mind. If you want to talk to me about it, please feel free. Send me a message so that we can walk together. Praise God. Amen and amen. I'm going to stop here. I've gone a little bit further this morning. And in the grace of God and by the the Spirit of God, I will come back to you again tomorrow that the Holy Ghost will continue to lead us in this journey. I can almost taste the reality already. Enjoy your day. Shalom.